0: Hey there, this is Kim Delarosa, and you are listening to Mindful Health, the podcast where we share science-backed research on how to balance mental health, wellness, and everyday living. And today we are going to discuss the secret to how to sustain fitness and exercise in your life for good. You ready? Let's go. So hello and welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Honestly, I appreciate your presence. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you taking this moment to really understand health and wellness, what it means for you, what it means for your family. And just by you just being here and listening to us is already a magnificent like step. So kudos to you for being here. Um, it is October we are basically now towards the end of 2023 and this time around it usually reminds me of those resolutions that everybody likes to make uh those I guess goals that they want to be able to achieve you know by the end of the year they want to accomplish it and stuff like that and one of those goals I guess for a lot of people that I know are is fitness um a lot of people want to have fitness goals, they wanna be able to lose a certain weight, change a certain diet. They want to just feel differently and look at themselves differently in regards to their outer appearance. And I feel like fitness has to be the number one goal that people make whenever they want to start something new. Whether it's a new year, or even if it's in the middle of the year, or even if it's like towards the tail end of the year, there's there's a whole bunch of times where people are just kind of like, okay, I wanna start this fitness plan. I want to start this fitness goal i want to i want to do this i want to have my body be able to move better and i want to feel better i want to look better it all stems really down to fitness and a lot of the times i notice that these goals never really pan out you know you'll start a fitness plan you'll start a diet you'll start a program and you'll just have the momentum and you'll start and then all of a sudden life will happen you know work meetings occur, family emergencies, um, just any type of thing will just put a wrench in the middle of the, of the whole trail and you'll just trip and fall and getting back up and getting back into the groove. It could be really hard, but for those who can, it almost could seem like a never ending cycle of you starting this workout plan and then falling back and then feeling bad about yourself and then going back on again, and then falling back and going back on. And it's It can be very, very frustrating. And I know for me personally, in my experience, I remember constantly being frustrated whenever I would be derailed from my fitness journey or my workout plan, because I knew getting back into it, getting back into the swing of things is really hard, but I want to kind of address that and understand why was it really hard for us to kind of go back into a workout or even to just try some people don't even want to try to just like fitness and all of that stuff. Cause there's a lot of different imagery that comes when it, when we, when we talk about fitness, there's a lot of different ideas from different people. Some people look at fitness and they think of it as, you know, health, they think of it as being, you know, very aware of your body, of the foods that you eat, living longer. And then there are other people who look at wellness and they think of it as like the superficial aspect of, you know, wearing those outfits, being those people who are constantly filming themselves in the gym, you know, <laughs> or just constantly focused on the outer appearance, focus on like crazy dieting because they want to achieve this or look a certain way or anything like that. It's very different polarities when it comes to fitness, but how I want to address it is understanding the why behind it and understanding what the end result you would want, but not to focus on the end result. I think the secret when it comes to sticking to any type of exercise or fitness goal is having a clear why. And it cannot be to lose weight. Like, that's just my opinion. If you're starting something to simply to lose weight for like an outer type of thing, to me personally, that's not really a strong why, because here is my reasoning. Let's say your idea is to lose weight. And let's say you get to that end of the goal. And you're just like, listen, I'm just going to lose weight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to stick to that. Depending on your why, if you, let's say, finally reach the summit of your weight loss, you lost this specific amount of weight. A lot of the times what people end up doing is either being very complacent, like, okay, I did that. And then they go right back to the bad habits that they were doing. And then they get the weight back on, (laughs) or they will just look at the weight and think, oh, okay, now what? And then they feel almost like depleted. It's almost like when you finally win, like you're aiming, you're aiming and aiming for something, and then you finally get it. And then when you finally get it, it's almost like, mm, like, (laughs) I guess we're like, okay, um, I did it. Now what? Like now what do I do? And usually when that happens to people, it's because they did not have the right why. So what I'm talking about when it comes to the right why for fitness, I'm talking about it in terms of looking at it as a way to bring you happiness looking at fitness as a way to keep you you know alive longer and as a way to love yourself and love your body and understanding that if the weight falls off that's a plus you know that should be an addition it should not be the main goal now obviously everyone is very different if you're someone who is struggling with weight loss if you have an if you are overweight and it's becoming very unhealthy for you and your body and it's starting to, you know, seep into other aspects of your life, like, you know, arthritis and bone density and all of that stuff, then obviously when it comes to the end of the weight, that is a part, however, it should not be the only thing, the end result because nine times out of 10, when people say, oh, I have to lose this weight. Think about it. It's a very negative connotation that you have on that. Like, oh, I need to lose weight. I need to do that. It's very, very negative. And when we are motivated by the negative, again, depending on the person, it really doesn't pan out that way because it's almost like someone berating you to just do this and do this and do that. And if you think about it, if like, if you if you have somebody screaming at you and, and going at you like, you have to do this, you have to do that, yada, 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 it's really not going to be inspiring. Like you're not going to be inspired to to do what you're being asked or what you're being told to do because the why or the reasoning isn't strong enough. So if you were to look at it in a different light, then the end result might be different. So according to a research study done by the Harvard alum health study there at, of course, Harvard university, it's published in the new England journal of medicine. They realized that for people who were very active, but later became sedentary, like who were super active and then all of a sudden they just started sitting and didn't do anything. They had a 15% higher risk of death than their counterparts who had been super active the whole time. And on the other hand, the people who started and kept up with an exercise program that were consistent with it, they had a 23% chance of a lower risk of death. So when I talk about health and wellness, what I'm talking about is your health in your body is to last longer. It has nothing to do with your outer appearance or anything superficial. And again, this is a very, very tricky topic to discuss because When it comes to the fitness community the outer appearance really looks like it's a big thing and it's all based on how we are marketed in american culture american culture has always been on the side of thin for the wind like everybody needs to look a certain way have a certain aesthetic especially when it comes to weight in order to be deemed beautiful or accepted or anything. Obviously, we're living in a time where things are changing and we're starting to see more representation in movies and in films and even, you know, on the runway and fashion week. We're starting to see, you know, bigger models, thicker models. We're starting to see transgender spokespeople with all different types of body shapes and sizes and by all means, I think it's absolutely lovely. However, there is that that little tiny underbelly, that little silver lining of thin for the win when it comes to our American society. And the only way that that's really going to ever change is if we, as the collective, change the story. I mean, I, I always look back on you know the bottling industry for example when everything used to be thin and then all of a sudden you see ashley graham and paloma and all of these very big models that'll start coming into it but it's only because they chose to step out of the shadows and to put themselves into this way of changing and this is what i want for you i want you to try to change your relationship with fitness And I swear, if you do, it will sustain you for a very, very long time. So for me, for example, I've been a fitness person forever. I've been an athlete for God knows how long. If any of you know me, I've been in sports and I've been competing for a really, really long time. I've tried so many different types of sports. And it gets to the point where now I'm at a version of my life where fitness is actually fun (laughs) and I really love doing it. Um, But the end result is different. In the beginning, when I first started fitness, I was doing it for performance in my sport. It was never about weight loss. Every time I participated in an exercise, whether it was a run or, a hit workout or anything. The end result was never to lose rate. The end result was always to perform better at my sport, whichever sport, whether it was roller derby or soccer or anything like that, even swimming. Anytime I was at the gym, that would be the end result. And obviously as I stopped competing athletically and, um, became a mom, like the whole dynamic starts to change. Now, when I exercise, I don't exercise to lose a certain weight. I exercise to make sure that I can keep up with my son. You know, that's my why. My why is to make sure that I am constantly moving my body and taking care of myself so that I can be around for the people that I love the most so that I can be a hundred percent for them. Because I know that if I don't take that time to exercise or to just move my body and take care of my body in ways that make me happy, I'm not going to be 100% for my family. And that I know for a fact. And the only reason why I know that for a fact is because I've done the work. Like I've looked back and I've seen how I behave on the days that I do exercise as opposed to the days that I don't exercise. And there is a big difference. And I think I really would want to give that experiment to you if you're listening is to see how is it that fitness can change your mental health and your overall self-worth and self-confidence when it comes to your body Now, now a lot of people when they look at me i'm a health and wellness writer but i'm not thin like i'm not skinny skinny like i am a latina you know i have legs i have hips um And I have had issues growing up with my body and thinking that I was fat and this and that. And I do definitely understand the mental fortitude that you have to have in regards to coming out of this narrative of telling yourself that if you don't look or fit into a certain size jeans or something, then that means that your value is down when in reality it's not. And it, it is, it does take time to kind of readjust that mentality, but, hence why I always say to find a good why. If it's like, I want to lose weight because I want to, you know, have, I want to look good in an outer appearance or stuff like that. Okay, well then ask yourself, go deeper. Why, who are you doing this for? Are you doing this for yourself? Or are you doing this because you want to please other people around you? Are other people influencing you to like be a certain way or to look a certain way? Or is this coming from you? And that, Requires a lot of self reflection from our part. But the secret to literally sticking to an exercise program or sticking to anything really, and even if regards to exercising or meditating every day or eating nutritious foods or anything like that, whenever it's something that we want to stay consistent with, understand that it does take time. I mean, studies show that you'd have to do something at least like 66, 67 times in order for it to be a habit, you know, to actually stick in your brain. But if you have a good why, the why is what's gonna pull you through. And the why has to be a strong why. It has to, nine times out of 10, they always recommend a lot of experts and therapists that the why has to revolve around something other than yourself. Because again, if you lose weight just so that you can look a certain way, the moment you get there, it's very going to be anticlimactic in a way. (laughs) But if you have a why of like, okay, I want to continue exercising because I know that this is going to help me with my depression and my anxiety, that's a strong why, because you will see the difference of exercising. And when you leave all the rush of endorphins, you're going to feel fantastic. And then that's going to be your why. And you're going to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to keep this going. Another great why, again, if you have family, like, you know what? I'm going to exercise because I want to be here for my family. I want to be here for my kids. You know, I want to make sure that my body is healthy so that I'm around, you know, for as long as I could possibly can. Like, that is a very strong why, you know, to get a workout in and doesn't even have to be anything strenuous. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars at a, exclusive gym or anything like that. It could be something small, like walking, like walking 10 minutes a day, which, oh God, the research shows, if you just walk 10 minutes a day, you will not believe the incredible health benefits that you can get with just walking for 10 minutes every single day. And again, that is free. Like you could literally walk around your house or you could walk around the block or you could walk in a local park, but it's something, you know, it's something than nothing. And once you find that why, Once you find that, like, okay, this is why I want to do this, that is what's going to pull you through. So if you are on the precipice of wanting to start a program or wanting to start an exercise, you know, workout thing, or again, or just wanting to start something that you know is going to be beneficial for you, but you don't know how to stay consistent with it, you know, take some time to sit down with yourself, like take a seat, take out a pen and paper and write down, you know, your wise. And in the beginning it started off like i want to look like this i want to look like that i want to look at like this okay well then let's, let's go deeper okay well why do you want to look like this oh well i want to feel valued okay well why do you want to feel valued oh because i don't value myself okay well why don't you value yourself oh well because everybody in the world told me to not value myself and now i believe them oh okay so maybe you should change the narrative of your value and use fitness as a way of being, you know what, I'm going to use fitness. And my why is so that I can regain the self-confidence to value myself. Boom. That's a strong why. And that's going to pull you through. So I hope that this was very beneficial for you. I hope that you gain some nugget of truth along with your journey of living a healthy and well-adjusted life for you and for your family, whatever that means for you. And of course, if you have any questions whatsoever, feel free to look me up at KimberlyDelarosa.com. You could sign up for the newsletter. Also, I, I'm on Substack. I'm on Medium. If you go on my website, you could definitely click on the links and subscribe to all of my newsletters that are out there in internet land. And you can also follow me on social media at Kim Delaroe. I am on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Threads, YouTube. I'm everywhere. So, <laughs> any type of place that you want to see me and listen to my content, that would be great. And also, if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up and ask away. Thank you so much for being here. I'm wishing you and your family and your loved ones a beautiful, happy, well life. And I will speak to you later. Bye.